0: Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today out of the Sunshine State uh, from Pensacola, Florida, Paula Snow, EXP Realty. How are you, Paula? I'm great. Thank you so much. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. So Pensacola, Florida, 300,000 people a year moving in. Mm-hmm. Got to keep you busy. Tell us how you got started in real estate.
1: Uh, so I'm originally from Toronto, Canada and, um, I was actually a flight attendant up in Toronto and I did that for about three years and after doing that for a while my flights were typically the overseas flights like to Europe Mm -hmm. and this is like going way way back this is like 20 something years ago so this is like pre-internet days so when we went overseas and we were stuck overseas I mean we had like no internet so Um, I real the, the night flights really wore me down. So after doing them for three years, I was like, I, I need my sleep. I love my sleep. I was like, I can't keep doing this. And so at the time, my boyfriend back then, he was a hairdresser and he said, Hey, I have a client who's in real estate and I think you'd be good in real estate. Why don't you give it a try? I didn't have a plan B for my life other than being a flight attendant. So I was like, okay. So I jumped into real estate.
0: And fast forward, here we are 20-something years later. Wow. And you're still not sleeping because you're so busy <laughs> listing people's homes and selling homes.
1: <laughs> no, I now I'm see. sleeping for sure. <laughs>
0: now, so, now you're like three-day weekend. Yeah, I wish. Take yeah. classes. Yeah. No, I, I, that's fascinating in itself, though. Just I could sit here and talk about you being a line attendant for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's a bold move. You know, I mean, it really is to go from something that uh, whether you call it secure or not working as a, a, a flight attendant or, um, you know, moving into real estate, which that's a big, you know, that's a big move and a big risk. Were you, did you go to EXP immediately or did you uh, no. work for one of the boxes? I, ca- I call them boxes. Like they're one yeah. or something. But- so
1: um, 20, it was 22 years ago and EXP did not exist back well, then. I wish yeah. it would have existed. Uh, Because it's definitely been a blessing to me now. But uh, so 20 something years ago, I went with Remax. I was with Remax for maybe two years. And then, (laughs) excuse me, then I moved to the US. I lived in Maryland and I joined like a little mom and pop shop and I was on their team uh, for a couple of years. And then we moved to Florida in 2005. And so I've been in Florida ever since. Um, and then coming to Florida at the time, um, when I, I took a few years off, I had twin, my twins were born in 2006. So I stayed home home with them for about three years. And then after three years, I was ready to go back to work. Um, I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember foreclosures and short sales were a big thing back then. So I went with a local company that was big in foreclosures and short sales. I really wanted to learn that side of the market and, um, I did that with them for maybe a couple of years and then opened up my own brokerage for a few years. Nice. And then I uh, stumbled upon eXp and have been here for about five years now.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Well, it's still your own brokerage, though, ultimately. Yes. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Without all the extra. And that was really mm-hmm. one of the tough things of having my own brokerage was just that I was like, you know, it was a one man uh, or one woman operation. I was like selling, I was coaching other agents. I was like managing the office. You know, I was tech support for agents. Right. I mean, just too many hats, too much for one person. And right. so I figured at EXP, I could definitely still kind of have that team concept of how hel- helping other agents without all the other added responsibilities.
0: Well, not only that, I know the XP, you can get paid for doing that now. So, yes. you know, yeah. big difference, you know, you're not just yeah. getting that phone call going, okay, yeah, I'd love to help. Oh, you're halfway across the world. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, used to, they had to be in your backyard for you to get real, you know, really get yeah. something back. Now, I remember the day I woke up and I realized, you know, I have a four others mentality would, would lead to better things in my life. Uh, and that's what I like about eXp so much because we, you know, so much sharing internally, there's none of this, you know, well, I'm keeping the secret sauce to myself. Yeah. You know, you, you know when you first start as a realtor, you're like, okay, what do I do? Maybe you have a mentor. Maybe you don't uh, either way though. You know, that's a lot to bear, especially if yeah. from another, um, another profession that had nothing to do with, with, you know, listing or selling or buying the biggest purchase in someone's life. Mm -hmm. Nope. Tell me how you go about today um you know are you are you solo now or do you have a team or how is that working?
1: Um so we so my husband uh joined me in real estate about a couple of years ago Okay. and um and so it's him and myself uh we're a team and so we're kind of like nice. in exp we're kind of like what's called a self-organized team. So we um you know provide some of our the agents in our organization with leads however we're not an official team structure where I have to take a split out of all of their transactions so it's kind of like here's some leads to help you get started and um, you know and then of course I like teach them how to build their own business but so then technically we fall as a self-organized team nice
0: nice Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I'm gonna ask and I've been married 32 years and (laughs) I have had Multiple businesses still do, uh, and and my wife has been there the whole way, not always agreeing with me. <laughs> talk about that dynamic a little bit, Paula. I mean, um, uh, you know, it, it just at the end of the day when you're sitting down for dinner, whether it's inside outside the home, is it just integrated, you know, as part of your life to have those discussions? Or some, I know some like the Funk team. They're like, at the end of the day, uh, we don't talk about business once this, we hit this level. How about you guys?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That has definitely been, um, a work in progress because initially, of course, you know, usually the person, uh, coming on the newer person, which was my husband, Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. super excited about this new career choice. And so they want to talk real estate 24 seven. And for me, I've now at that point, when he came on, I'd been doing this for 20 years, I don't want to talk real estate 24 seven. So we definitely kind of had to figure out how to like balance things out, where it's like, okay, when we go to sleep at night, when we're in bed at 11 o'clock, I don't want to be talking about like, the issue of this transaction or that transaction. So we've kind of had to have some conversations to set some boundaries of like, let's do real estate, but let's not totally let it like, you know, invade our family time. And it's a work in progress. I'm going to be honest and say, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it's perfect. And we discussed the boundaries and then it's now, no, it's still a work in progress. So sometimes like uh, if, you know on a saturday morning i might want to sleep in and my oh, husband might want to wake me up with a real estate question and it's like no i want <laughs> to sleep in this morning so <laughs> so that's just the reality i want to be totally honest yeah. you know it's not perfect but um when we did decide to be you know a, a team like a husband and wife team I asked yeah. other couples at exp I'm like that were husband and wife so this is what I recommend other people do is ask look to other people that are already doing it and ask them any tips any advice what works what doesn't work and what I the common thread that I heard from other couples was separate your tasks so figure out what his strengths are figure out what my strengths are and then you know he can run a certain area I'll run another area and that way we're not like stepping over each other all the time and that has been probably the golden nugget that I heard so that you know right now Jeff is off with a client And so certain transactions, he will handle them from beginning to end. I will handle other transactions. And then that way we've each got some separate stuff going on.
0: Yeah. I I didn't mean to laugh so much when you said that, but (laughs) all all I could think was Paula's husband getting up nice and early, getting ready to go for the day and you're snoozing away. And he's like, Yes. So so so, where's this home at? I'm supposed to. Uh, yes. Show and you're like, you yeah. Alone. He goes, no, no, really. Yeah. You need to know where the <laughs> home is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, so- now that I think about it, it wasn't even like an. I I now I remember. It was not even that he woke me up on an early morning. It was like I think a Saturday afternoon. I was going to have a little siesta. Yeah. Uh, I had just laid down, just fallen asleep, and he comes in, taps me on the feet, and I was like, I just fell asleep. You know, like yeah. what is it? So yeah.
0: I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. I don't blame you a bit. So tell me about um, you know, what how you prospect in Pensacola. I mean, I was gonna call you a snowbird earlier because you said, Oh, I'm from Toronto, <laughs> and you know, came down to Florida. And I was like, oh, you snowbirds, because you know exactly what that is. And uh, not everybody else does. But uh, how do you go about prospecting? Are you prospecting in other areas that people are coming from? Like we get a lot of East Coast, obviously. In Pensacola, you might get a lot of uh, Texas, you know, coming from the West. How do you guys go about that?
1: Uh, well, I will say, thankfully, I've been working here now for just over 10 years in oh, Florida. Wow, so thanks. thankfully, I've built a great database. And my big thing from day one was I'm a relationship person. I love people. I love to take care of my clients. I will do whatever it takes to go above and beyond. And I want to create a memorable experience where at the end of the day, You know, there is like they when somebody asks them a real estate question, I want to be the name that they think of, you know, for referrals, for anything. So thankfully, at this point, we've built a good database where I want to say like 90 percent of our transactions last year came from repeat and referral um, and then, you know, sphere of influence. So at this point, thankfully, we're not prospecting much. We're doing a little bit of farming. Mm -hmm. But our big thing is client follow-up. So right now we're in the middle of, you know, we try to do our two client events a year and then we stay in touch with the clients throughout the year. So right now we're working on, we do like a pie event every, you know, right before Thanksgiving, we give away Mm -hmm. the Thanksgiving pies and we call it pie and ice cream because we do it at an ice cream shop.
0: Nice.
1: So basically, you know, right now we're in the, like we've sent out the invitations we have followed up with uh, the clients that didn't respond to get a response figure out what kind of pie everybody wants we go get those and so i have found that just between doing that and then i send out my recipe postcard throughout the year and then i'll do a few pop buys here or there kind of like for the people that are not plugging into an event and so between just really nurturing the database even if they don't come to an event, they always say like they appreciate us staying in touch with them.
0: Right. Yeah. That's what it's really about. Right. The ongoing communication. Yeah. I, so many realtors I talk to are like, I really become friends with most of my clients and yes, you know, I become friends and they want to help me. You know, I. Mm-hmm. That's, at the end of the day, I, I think I'd rather be judged by that if I'm going to be judged. You know, rather be judged by that than say, oh, I was number one in, you know, in yeah. in, in, in Florida. I was number one on the East Coast. You know, right. no, I'd rather say, I got, I got, uh, you know, 22 referrals mm-hmm. and you know, I closed 22 deals based on referrals or whatever that might be. That's the testament, you know, yeah. it's like comparing the Oscars to the People's Choice Awards, you know. It's like the Oscars is amongst me and my friends, they're going to vote on who's the best. Yeah. As opposed to the people's choice, as amongst all the people that I'm supposed to be creating this for, they decide who's the best. Right. Yeah. That's that yeah. that's more important, I think. So if, if I were to come up to Pensacola and and uh you know uh, you and your husband and I sat down, we you know, we had a nice margarita by the shore, mm-hmm. and uh we're talking, and I said, Hey guys, I got my magic wand here, I can solve any problem you guys have in your business. Is there something I could solve for you? Hmm. Um, I okay, don't that's my know. One, that's my one curveball question for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know that there is. I mean, maybe like the, of course, the market the past two years was absolutely crazy. So had you have asked me that question four months ago, my answer would probably have been just like family balance and time. There mm-hmm. was just. we were working so much the market was insanely crazy for the past two years so like two years of go 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 it just it wore on us and so now that the market has softened i'm loving it because all of a sudden i feel like i'm getting back like i'm getting pieces of my life back like i'm still working and i'm busy but it's a healthy busy you know i can still cook dinner and i don't cook oh. every night but i could still cook dinner some nights and we could sit down as a family some nights and you know this year health has been really important to me and so i have time to- like this morning i went to the gym i've taken up pickleball and so i play pickleball a few nights of the week and, and so Brady. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it, there's a nice balance now but it, you know t- for the past two years Time was our issue, not enough time, you know, uh, things were not balanced out, like too much work, too little, t- too little family time for me.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad there's a balance there now for sure. I yes. mean, that's, that's what's most paramount that in your pickleball game, Yes, I, I could talk another 30 minutes about pickleball <laughs> only because yes. take. that's why I said you and Tom Brady, I mean, he's now he's a professional pickleball player and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i've been to a couple of pickleball courts you know and i i get it it's interesting it's fun i mean i i like badminton you know yeah i can't ever see large groups of people or a tom brady going i'm now the president of the badminton association yeah it's, it's kind of funny you know
1: yeah oh it is it's the largest growing sport it is yeah um it is and i tell people it is so much fun that you don't even realize you're getting a workout. I mean, when I'm out there playing pickleball, my watch is showing me my heart rate is getting up sometimes to like 160, 165. That crazy? Yeah, so I'm getting an amazing workout, but yet I'm having so much fun. So it doesn't feel like a workout. Right. So uh yeah, could I love pickleball.
0: Yeah. I think um it and, and I think part of it is and I I don't know how I'll tell you how old I am and I'll keep it at that. <laughs> I'm 52, so okay. it's more difficult, and I grew up a wrestler. I coached wrestling, played football, things like that. Okay. Typical, typical. typical. I was going to mention that I you'd moved to Maryland, and I graduated mm-hmm. high school in Maryland, as a matter of oh, fact.
1: Oh, cool. What
0: part, of, what part of Maryland? Uh,
1: uh, you know? We were in Waldorf. Waldorf, it was Charles County, um, mm-hmm. south of D.C.
0: Okay, so close to where. I was in Columbia. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah so i mean right between dc and baltimore so yeah yeah but um so now a sport like pickleball where it's a close ranged you know it's not like tennis where you're you know far back you're doing a lot of that impact on your knees yeah. uh, and i think that's why people of certain group you know whether you call it by age or not like pickleball because you you do get that stretching as tom brady would yeah. say it's all about mobi- mobility right and mm-hmm. um, So yeah, great sport. I think more people uh, should pick it up and it's better than cornhole, which seems to be taking (laughs) over everywhere. And I was like, all right, just like bowling. If I can drink a beer, have a cigar and eat a pizza and play this, it's not a sport.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be a sport, but I I don't want to be having beer and pizza several nights a week. So (laughs) yeah.
0: Right. Right. So, uh, so let's, put our prognostication hats on real quick you know what is what does team paula look like um you know the next 1 3 and 5 years is, is there a blueprint out for that or what what's the goal there
1: um so i mean the goal is definitely um well one of our goals every year of course is increase our our average sales price okay. which in the pensacola area homes here are Probably some of the lowest priced homes in all of Florida. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if I were to look back 10 years ago, I was having to sell a ton of homes to make, you know, the, this amount. And so thankfully now the price range has gone up a little bit. So, um, for me it's always about work life balance. <laughs> balance is such an important part of my life and so one of the goals is definitely increase the price range, you know, probably tap into some more of the luxury market mm-hmm. and maybe do some less do a lower amount of transactions while increasing the price range so therefore we're not having to spend as much time working as, you know, as we have in the past.
0: Perfect answer. I I would say and this is going to sound a bit selfish, Paula, but I think you can understand where I'm coming from. Uh, As a resident of Southeast Florida, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't understand why anybody would move here. Okay. And I love it here. Don't Mm -hmm. give me a problem. But when I look at the price difference between the two areas where, you know, obviously you probably could buy something in the half million uh, dollar range in Pensacola that's very nice. Yes. and you buy that here and all of a sudden it's 1.5 million it's three times yeah. as much uh, and you're getting in my opinion a sometimes a lot more yeah and demographic wise the same people mm-hmm. uh topography wise more trees where you're mm-hmm. at I mean you get you get like a forest effect in some of some of the area mm-hmm. and you get probably even prettier water you know? Yeah. Oh yeah, area. absolutely. Like, yeah. The Emerald coast area and everything else. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't more Northeasters, especially because that's the, the majority of the 300,000 that move in every year. Look at the panhandle. I know people from Texas, Louisiana, you know, the people that yeah. migrate from the West do <laughs> uh, my parents are thinking, you know, of that area. And I'm like, wow, why are you coming here? You know, th- we are bottomed out here in Southeast yeah. Florida. So you know go to go to the panhandle or something. <laughs> and that's I not mean, a derogatory way of saying it. yeah it, it actually makes more sense I'm yeah a, i'm a little bit like i kind of wish i would have made a different choice yeah I think, I think I got... a lot
1: of people just don't know like we kind know. of been, we've kind of been a little um you know hidden Offering kept off. secret mm-hmm. yeah for the longest time i mean even when i lived up in toronto And I mean, sometimes we would take a vacation down in Miami, you just Mm -hmm. always seem to think about like, Central or South Florida, it's like the rest of Florida, you know, um, hasn't been as uh, popular, but I think it's getting more popular. I mean, there is definitely a difference here from when I moved here in 05. And so sometimes that's like a, an issue with locals that have been here for a long time, they don't like all the people that are moving Yeah, it's a you know, you hear people say, hey, for everybody that moved here two years ago, they should go back to where they came from. And it's like, okay, well, unless you're, yeah, I know, but if you're not a native to here, there's very few natives like a lot of people are transplants and so
0: transplants right
1: yeah the majority are but yeah that's one of the things we fight here is people will complain about all the growth and they don't want any change they want it to stay like it was which nothing stays the same
0: nothing stays the same then you start sounding like those up in uh, martha's vineyard or something (laughs) not here Yeah, Uh, And and that's not how Florida is. And we saw this, I think for the first time, and I I never make my show political, but for the first time, you know, Miami always said, we're not Florida, right? That's almost their motto. Mm
1: -hmm. We're not
0: Florida. And and there's a reason for that. You know, the demographic of Miami, uh, my son goes to the University of Miami. He's a PhD student there. And, you know, and he'll tell you and his girlfriend, we're not Florida. And interesting, but for the first time this year, and I think politics had something to do with this. One time I'll bring it up for the first time. I see a real unified Florida and, you know, there's a lot of mutual respect up and down the coast and you don't hear that as much anymore. Like go home, New Yorker. It's not like that. It's more like welcome, you know, here, here, you know, we can all live equally together, no matter if you're from Mm -hmm. Toronto or you're from. Southeast Texas, like me originally, I mean, we, we can all get along and, and uh, live symbiotic in our area. So I'm real proud of that because I'm, I'm not a native to here and mm-hmm. nobody has made me feel any different, but yeah, I, yeah. I think uh, the, the, do you consider yourself part of the Emerald coast? I mean, is that still Pensacola part of that? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: We are definitely the, so uh, Emerald awesome. coast.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so awesome. We go there. People laugh at us. They're like, why do you go up there? When you live on the water and i'm like it's a different it's a different oh vibe. yeah yeah it's, it's beautiful room. here it's i mean beautiful. i'll
1: tell you i went through a divorce um in 2010 and then i remarried in 15 and when i remarried i i told my husband i said hey for our honeymoon i would be happy to go to dustin like i right? love dustin and yes yeah, and my husband was I like, do we, we can't go to Destin. We have to like Island? go somewhere. Yeah. And I and to so hang we out t- on
0: Crab Island and, yeah. uh, and do all that. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. But no, he we didn't. We ended up, you know, flying to Puerto Rico, which I love Puerto Rico. It's a gorgeous. Rico and place. we took a cruise. Nice. But then in all the beaches we went to, I said honestly, I love our beaches probably more than all those other beaches we went to. Yeah. So, yeah, we we're lucky. We say that we get to live where people vacation.
0: Right, exactly, and I I feel the same way down here. And you my, too my as other, well. Yeah, my other son lives in Orlando. Um, okay. Which, you know, is the vacation capital of yes. this country. <laughs> he loves yeah. it. You know, he he has a master's in hospitality from UCF. okay So he's like, no, I'll never leave Orlando. And I'm like, I'll never leave Florida. I don't know. I've lived all over the United States, believe it or not. I've lived in 27 states. And I will tell you right now, as as much fun as they make of Florida, or they can keep doing it as far as I'm concerned. But all the jokes and all the Florida man jokes and all the, oh, you're going to get, you know, you're going to be underwater from a hurricane. I'm like, okay, enjoy the snow enjoy whatever i could find a million things wrong with every city in america and i Mm -hmm. i just call it blatant jealousy and that's paula and my (laughs) you know standing tall on florida so i'm real happy for you for sure yeah uh, thank you destin's an awesome place to to Mm -hmm. to have a good time for sure i wish the rest of the state would design and now we're getting like stuff only you and i and a few others know but i i the rest of the cities, including Tampa and including down here where I'm at, would build boardwalks like they have in Destin, you know, the hotel row there. It's so much fun and it's so festive And every, you know, 25 restaurants within, you know, this stretch of the the coast, a beautiful beach, if anybody hasn't been there. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
0: But yeah, I wish the rest of Florida would follow a little bit of suit there. And it's so this was built in 1972, you know, a lot of this here. But, yeah, right. But yeah, well So good stuff, uh, really good stuff. So we we kind of got an idea of, you know, what the future is looking like for you. What I'd like to do, well two things uh before we round out here Paula. Uh one, how could someone get in touch with you?
1: You can uh call me, text me, you can find me on Instagram so instagram handle at realtor paula snow you can call me at 850-377-6098 so usually one of those just call me text me or find me on instagram
0: okay perfect perfect and i always allow my guests i mean you're you're the hit record i'm the dj spinning the records i mean it's all (laughs) about you uh even though since we're both in florida we (laughs) kind of went down that road but uh you know, give me some sage advice. Tell me what you're thinking now in general that might help the overall listening public, whether it's something on your mind, your heart, your soul, you know, something that's important to you that you would like to share. Take us out. Yeah,
1: so I would definitely say when I I teach a class, if you're an an EXP, I teach a class in the world. It's called Delivering Wow. It's all about delivering wow and creating Mm -hmm. a wow experience for your customers. So some of the things I talk about Early on is when we're when agents are starting off in their business, sometimes they get so um, tied up and just looking for new business that they forget to take care of those relationships that they've already got. So even if you've done 10 transactions a year, stay in touch with those 10 people, because the second you let those relationships grow cold and you try to come back and warm them up, maybe three years later, it's very so early on in your business stay in touch with your people go for coffee if you have time if you're a newer agent you probably have some time go for coffee that's pretty inexpensive and clients love to build relationship they want to know they're working with someone that really cares about them yeah. and I see sometimes like breaking bread whether I mean we love to go you know have lunch or dinner when we can with our clients but if that's not in the budget go for coffee with your clients because those clients that i took the time and have broken bread with they will become some of the most loyal clients who will refer usually the
0: most amount of business to you right they're going to be your friends whether we like it or not
1: yes well you do you do get to pick so you 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 pick someone to go to lunch or coffee that you like if it's not a real connection then and and the reality is that you know it's a numbers thing. So for us, we sure. might have a difficult client every year. And that's okay. It's just a numbers thing, you know. Let's right. say one, don't we don't totally jive, but the other ones we fall in love with.
0: Perfect. I love it. Great sage advice, Paula. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you in the future. Maybe next time uh we're in a cola, you know, uh yeah. see how things are going. Um, have a great weekend. Go down to Destin, have a good time, enjoy your <laughs> family and be safe.
1: Thank you, Tim. You too. Have a great weekend. You too, Paula. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.